Hey everybody, happy spooky season. This is Jeremy. And this is Mo. And we are coming at you with a Patreon exclusive from our Creepypasta series. You might be wondering, hey, I'm not a patron. Why am I listening to this? That's because we decided to give you a sneak peek by releasing this episode to the public. So if you're interested, you end up really liking it, definitely check out our Patreon. We're going to have a lot more creepypastas and we already have a backlog set up. Exclusive, rare, premium. And I'm not saying that we're opening OnlyFans, but... I've been waxing. Subscribing to our Patreon helps us keep the show alive. Your support helps us in a lot of different ways. There's a lot of different benefits that you get by being a patron, including access to this exclusive series. You also get early access. You get to help us decide on new topics, give us suggestions. Yeah, without further ado, please enjoy this episode of our Patreon exclusive series, Creepypasta. everybody hello hi you're listening to according to an idiot and i would hope you know that because you are on patreon and assuming you had to click on our page and then click play on this recording because we're doing a creepy pasta creepy pasta oh my god what is that have you not listened to the other ones that's okay this is the little special show that we uh made up just for you guys who give us money um <laughs> <laughs> Creepy pasta are creepy stories that people posted all over the internet, and we're here to regurgitate them for your enjoyment. <laughs> that was me regurgitating. Yeah. This is my week. I don't know why I'm doing a lot of like announcer. This is your week. This is, get it. This get is it. my week. Hey, hey. And I'm going to be sharing the Jeff the Killer story jeff the killer which is a famous creepypasta story and as a reminder i haven't read this so we're going to be going through it together (laughs) good now is jeff the killer is this the one so with creepypastas especially like the retro classic creepypastas i feel like each of them some of them have like a weird image tied to it yes is this the one with the scary white face with the black hair and the red lips yes exactly Okay. I think everyone has probably seen this online at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're older than 10, I think you also, if you're, if you're 10 years old and you're a patron, that's awesome. <laughs> Do your parents know? We got kids giving us money. <laughs> yeah. So that's that scary face that everyone's seen as like a jump scare in like a prank video or whatever, mm-hmm. or just, it's a spooky ghost face. We should post an image of it on our Instagram. And on Patreon, I'll set it as the uh, episode art. So you'll see the face. Mm, nice. Still post on Instagram though, so everyone gets jealous. Yes. And you're like, man, I wish I, I heard that story. Maybe I yeah. should give them money. Join the cult. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump into this. Jeff the Killer. Jeffrey, come on down. In 2012, that's when people came up with this. Okay. Or when the true story was unleashed. (laughs) When the truth emerged. (laughs) All right. 
excerpt from a local newspaper, ominous unknown killer is still at large. Oh no. After <laughs> That's exactly what I don't want in my local newspaper. Oh no. <laughs> After weeks of unexplained murders, the ominous unknown killer is still on the rise. After little evidence has been found, a young boy states that he survived one of the killer's attacks and bravely tells his story. Quote, I had a bad dream, and I woke up in the middle of the night, says the boy. I saw that for some reason the window was open, even though I remember it being closed before I went to bed. I got up and shut it once more. Afterwards, I simply crawled under my covers and tried to get back to sleep. That's when I had a strange feeling like someone was watching me. I looked up and nearly jumped out of my bed. There, in the little ray of light, illuminating from between my curtains, were a pair of two eyes. These weren't regular eyes. They were dark, ominous eyes. They were bordered in black and plain out terrified me. That's when I saw his mouth, a long, horrendous smile that made every hair on my body stand up. The figure stood there, watching me. Finally, after what seemed like forever, he said it. A simple phrase, but said in a way only a madman could speak. He said, Go to sleep. I let out a scream. That's what sent him at me. He pulled up a knife, aiming at my heart. He jumped on top of my bed. I fought him back. I kicked. I punched. I rolled around, trying to knock him off me. That's when my dad busted in. The man threw the knife. It went into my dad's shoulder. The man probably would have finished him off if one of the neighbors hadn't alerted the police. They drove into the parking lot and ran towards the door. The man turned and ran down the hallway. I heard a smash, like glass breaking. As I came out of my room, I saw the window that was pointing towards the back of my house was broken. I looked out it to see him vanish into the distance. I can tell you one thing. I will never forget that face those cold, evil eyes, and that psychotic smile that will never leave my head. Meanwhile, the journalist is just like, this is great stuff, kid. Great yeah, stuff. This is like, he's seven years old and knows yeah. ominous. <laughs> Hell of a quote. As the moonlight filtered into my room, mm -hmm. I saw a pair of eyes. <laughs> kid, just keep on monologuing. This is great. Yeah. So basically what happened was... Oh, this ain't over. The kid wakes up. I'm trying to get the story straight yeah, though, yeah. from his yeah, kid's yeah. perspective. So the kid wakes up, sees Jeff the killer, who we can assume mm -hmm. is Jeff the killer, mm -hmm. in the corner of his room. Right. And then Jeff the killer strikes at him. Yeah. So he's with like, with a knife. He's like, go to sleep. And the kid goes, ah. Yeah. And then he lunges at him. That's not sleep. Yeah. Kill. Dad busts through the door. Killer throws the knife at the dad, hits him in the shoulder, and then. The police come very quickly. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> this is a white neighborhood. Yeah, this is a white neighborhood. And then he just leaps out the window and fucks off. He's running across the yard. The kid yeah. looks out the window and he sees him like sprinting like Edward from Twilight. <laughs> and I was like, I'll never forget that guy. <laughs> wow. So, okay. So Jeff, the killer, all we know about him is he's got a scary face and he has a knife. Yeah. And that he, okay. and he likes to say weird things. Yeah. Scary things. Scary things. All right. Fast forward, says in the newspaper. The police are still on the look for this man. If you see anyone that fits the description in this story, please contact your local police department. Jeff and his family had just moved into a new neighborhood. 
his dad had gotten a promotion at work, and they thought it would be best to live in one of those fancy neighborhoods. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Wait, so is Jeff, Jeff is the, are we, we're done with the newspaper quote. Yes. So, okay, this is fast forwarding. It opens with the newspaper, and now we're in a story. So it starts off newspaper story. Yeah. If you see him, contact the police department. And now we're into context. Okay. Narrator mode. All right. Mm-hmm. But Jeff, if the main character's name is Jeff, and the title is called Jeff the Killer, <gasps> something happens to Jeff. Oh, my God. What if they're both Jeff? Jeff the Killer's killing all the Jeffs. That could happen. Coincidence. Just happens to be the guy that killed me has my same first name. Yeah. He wants to get rid of all the other guys that have the very rare name of Jeff. <laughs> That's going to be a long <laughs> career as a killer. <laughs> so Jeff and his family have just moved into the new neighborhood, right? The fancy ones. Jeff and his brother, Lou. Jeff and Lou. Oh, it's L-I-U. L-I-U. They couldn't complain about the neighborhood, though. A new, better house. What was not to love? As they were getting unpacked, one of their neighbors came by. Hello, she said. I'm Barbara. I live across the street from you. Well, I just wanted to introduce myself and to introduce my son. She turns around and calls her son over. Billy, these are our new neighbors. Billy said hi and ran back to play in his yard. These are very creative names. <laughs> well, said Jeff's mom, I'm Margaret and this is my husband, Peter. A lot of na- They're giving us a ton of names already. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Start taking notes. This is real life. This is how real life works. So it immerses you. Mm-hmm. This is my husband, Peter, and my two sons, Jeff and Lou. They each introduced themselves, and then Barbara invited them to her son's birthday. Jeff and his brother were about to object when their mother said that they would love to. When Jeff and his family are done packing, Jeff went up to his mom. Mom, why did you invite us to some kid's party? If you haven't noticed, I'm not some dumb kid. Jeff, said his mother, we just moved here We should show that we want to spend time with our neighbors. Now, we're going to that party, and that's final. Jeff started to talk, but stopped himself, knowing that he couldn't do anything. Whenever his mom said something, it was final. He walked up to his room and plopped down on his bed. He sat there looking at his ceiling when suddenly, he got a weird feeling. Not so much pain, but a weird feeling. He dismissed it as just some random feeling. Puberty. (laughs) He heard his mother call him down to get his stuff, and he walked down to get it. The next day, Jeff walked downstairs to get breakfast and got ready for school. As he sat there, eating his breakfast, he once again got that feeling. This time, it was stronger. It gave him a slight tugging pain, Mm. but he once again dismissed it. (laughs) Yep, some tugging for sure. (laughs) As he and Lou finished breakfast, they walked down to the bus stop. They sat there waiting for the bus, and then, all of a sudden, some kid on a skateboard jumped over them, only inches (laughs) above their laps. They both jumped back in surprise. Hey, what the hell? (laughs) That's some crazy air this kid is getting. Yeah, that's fucking Tony Hawk. That's like five feet of air. The kid landed and turned back to them. This is is one cool fucking kid. (laughs) This is, yeah. He kicked his skateboard up and caught it with his hands. With his hands? The kid seems to be about 12, one year younger than Jeff. He wears an Aeropostale shirt and ripped blue jeans. Wow, this is really... This (laughs) This is is 2011, 2012. Yeah, this is dated. (laughs) Well, well, well. (laughs) It looks like we got some new meat. (laughs) (laughs) 
there is so much like latent like eroticism in this story <laughs> a tugging feeling i wasn't sure about new this is definitely meat. written by a teenage boy it's a lot of subconscious imagery leaking through yeah <laughs> suddenly two other kids appeared one was super skinny and the other was huge well since you're new here i'd like to introduce ourselves over there is keith Jeff and Lou looked over to the skinny kid. He had a dopey face that you would expect a sidekick to have. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he's Troy. They looked over at the fat kid. Mm-hmm. Talk about a tub of lard. This kid looked like he hadn't exercised since he was crawling. That's rude. This is fat phobic. And I, said the first kid, am Randy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dad's name, so (laughs) immediately I disagree. (laughs) Now, for all the kids in this neighborhood, there's a small price for bus fare, if you catch my drift. And the school bus that your parents' tax dollars pays for? Mm Mm-hmm. Venture capitalists. (laughs) Lou stood up, ready to punch the lights out of the kid's eyes, when one of his friends pulled a knife on him. Whoa. Tisk, tisk, tisk. I had hoped you would be more cooperative, but it seems we must do this the hard way. Every single line. I'm just waiting for like that porn music. Like <laughs> the hard way, new meat. This just sounds like a Stephen King novel so far. It's it's playing out very like every movie ever. Mm-hmm. The bully who's cool on a skateboard has two lackeys. One's really fat, one's really skinny. <laughs> And they're bullying the new kids. New meat. Mm-hmm. One of the new kids has some secret power that he hasn't discovered yet. The kid walked up to Lou and took his wallet out of his pocket. <sighs> Jeff got that feeling again. <laughs> now, it was... <laughs> seeing a boy's hand in another boy's pocket gave him a feeling. <laughs> Why does this excite me? Oh, no. Now, it was truly strong. A burning sensation. He stood up. But Lou gestured him to sit down. Jeff ignored him and walked up to the kid. Listen here, you little punk. Give back my bro's wallet or else. (laughs) Randy put the wallet in his pocket and pulled out his own knife. What the fuck? Oh, and what will you do? Just as he finished the sentence, Jeff popped the kid in the nose. That's what he'll do. As Randy reached for his face, Jeff grabbed the kid's wrist and broke it. Oh my God. Holy shit. Randy screamed, and Jeff grabbed the knife from his hand. Troy and Keith rushed Jeff, but Jeff was too quick. He threw Randy to the ground. Keith lashed out at him, but Jeff ducked and stabbed him in the arm. Whoa. Holy hell. Keith dropped his knife and fell to the ground screaming. Troy rushed him too, but Jeff didn't even need the knife. He just punched Troy straight in the stomach, and Troy went down. As he fell, he puked all over. Because he's a fat kid. Right. So his stomach is his main health bar. <laughs> and when he, when he loses, he vomits. <laughs> Lou could do nothing but look in amazement at Jeff. What? This feels like some weird wet dream fantasy. A power fantasy? Yeah, power fantasy. Like a nerdy kid? Absolutely. Jeff, how do you... Was all he said. They saw the bus coming and knew they'd be blamed for the whole thing, as they should. Because they did it. (laughs) (laughs) They were threatened and they responded with near murder. (laughs) He just put his hand in his pocket and he's like, you know what? Fuck your existence. (laughs) I'm ready to go to jail. (laughs) So they started running as fast as they could. 
As they ran, they looked back and saw the bus driver rushing over to Randy and the others. As Jeff and Lou made it to school, they didn't tell... They didn't dare tell what happened. <laughs> All they did was sit and listen. Lou just thought of that as his brother beating up a few kids. But Jeff knew it was more. It was something scary. It was a stabbing. <laughs> it was a public stabbing. It was a public stabbing. And he broke a kid's fucking wrist. As he got that feeling, he felt how powerful it was. The urge to just hurt someone. Mm. He didn't like how it sounded, but he couldn't help feeling happy. He felt that strange feeling go away and stay away for the entire day of school. Even as he walked home due to the whole thing near the bus stop and how now he probably wouldn't be taking the bus anymore, he felt happy. When he got home, his parents asked him how his day was, and he said in a somewhat ominous voice, it was a wonderful day. No, yeah, d deliver that again. A somewhat ominous voice. It was a wonderful day. Is that <laughs> ominous? Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Wonderful day. Okay, well, this kid hasn't had puberty yet. But this is what he wants to be. Yeah, okay, that's true. You know what I mean? This is the same kid who just summarized a stabbing and an assault as a whole thing. <laughs> Next morning, he heard a knock at his front door. He walked down to find two police officers at the door. His mother looking back at him with an angry look. Jeff, these officers tell me that you attacked three kids. <laughs> that it wasn't regular fighting. And that they were stabbed. <laughs> stabbed, son! <laughs> Jeff's gaze fell to the floor, showing his mother that it was true. Mom, they were the ones who pulled the knives on me and Lou. Son, said one of the cops. We found three kids. Two stabbed. <laughs> One having a bruise on his stomach. We have witnesses proving that you fled the scene. Now, what does that tell us? <laughs> Jeff knew it was no use. He could say him and Lou had been attacked, but then there was no proof. It was not them who attacked first. They couldn't say that they weren't fleeing because truth be told, they were. So Jeff couldn't defend himself or Lou. Son, call down your brother. Jeff couldn't do it since it was he who beat up all the kids. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't call for my brother. <laughs> I did it. I'm too guilty. Sir, it... It was me. I was the one who beat up the kids. Lou tried to hold me back, but he couldn't stop me. The cop looked at his partner, and they both nod. Well, kid... Looks like a year in juvie. <laughs> <laughs> no judge needed. I'm going to take you straight there. You bruised someone's stomach. This is a serious offense. How's anyone supposed to feel safe on the bus? We lost our resident fat kid. <laughs> the community's in shambles. Wait, says Lou. They all looked up to see him holding a knife. The officers pulled their guns and locked them on Lou. It was me. I beat up those little punks. Have the marks to prove it. He lifted up his sleeves to reveal cuts and bruises, as if he was in a struggle. Son, just put the knife down, said the officer. Lou held up the knife and dropped it to the ground. He put his hands up and walked over to the cops. No, Lou, it was me. I did it. Jeff had tears running down his face. Huh, poor bro, trying to take the blame for what I did. Well, take me away. <laughs> 
the police led Lou out to the patrol car. I can imagine during all this, their dad's just like, I'm going to go have a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is so fucking weird. <laughs> what is this? Lou, tell them it was me. Tell them. <laughs> I was the one who beat up those kids. <laughs> Jeff's mother put her hands on his shoulders. Jeff, please. You don't have to lie. We know it's Lou. You can stop. <laughs> what? <laughs> Poor Lou. Right? Way too convincing. Jeff watched helplessly as the cop car speeds off with Lou inside. A few minutes later, Jeff's dad pulled into the driveway, seeing Jeff's face and knowing something was wrong. <laughs> son, son, what is it? Jeff couldn't answer. His vocal cords were strained from crying. Instead, Jeff's mother walked his father inside to break the bad news to him as Jeff wept in the driveway. After an hour or so, Jeff walked back into the house, seeing that his parents were both shocked, sad, and disappointed. He sobbed in the driveway for one hour. Mm-hmm. It's an emotional kid. Yeah, this is... He's in the throes of puberty right now. Yeah, he's doing a lot. It's a complicated time. You're assaulting, you're stabbing, mm -hmm. you're letting your brother take the fall. Well, I mean, he didn't try. He didn't He didn't try to let him take the fall. He tried to come clean, but no one believed right. you know, this little pipsqueak do anything, I guess. He couldn't look at them. He couldn't see how they thought of Lou when it was his fault. He just went to sleep, trying to get the whole thing off his mind. Two days went by with no word from Lou at JDC. Juvenile Detention Center. Thank you. That was so fast. They just chucked him right in there. Again, there had, there was no hearing whatsoever. Yeah, no like ankle alarm either. Yeah, no process whatsoever. <laughs> no friends to hang out with. Nothing but sadness and guilt. That is until Saturday when Jeff is woken up by his mother with a happy, sunshiny face. Jeff, it's the day, she said as she opened up the curtains and let light flood into his room. What? What's today? asked Jeff as he stirs awake. Why, it's Billy's party. He was now fully awake. Mom, you're joking, right? You don't expect me to go some to some kid's party after... There was a long pause. Jeff, we both know what happened. I think this party could be the thing that brightens up the past days. Now... Get dressed. She, like, is totally over her kid being sent to GV. <laughs> She's like, I listen, I really just need this this children's birthday party to cheer me up. Mm-hmm. Just fucking get dressed. Jeff's mother walked out of the room and downstairs to get ready herself. He fought himself to get up. He picked out a random shirt and pair of jeans and walked downstairs. That's how I imagine most men get ready. It is. <laughs> he saw his mother and father all dressed up. His mother in a dress and his father in a suit. <laughs> for a kid's birthday party yeah, right. he thought why they would ever wear such fancy clothes to a kid's party <laughs> son is that all you're going to wear where's your top hat <laughs> where's your cane better than wearing too much he said his mother pushed down the feeling to yell at him and hit it with a smile what's going on this is such a weird family now jeff we may be overdressed but this is how you go if you want to make an impression said his father. Jeff grunted and went back up to his room. Why the fuck would you wear a full suit to a kid's birthday? Yeah, you're going to make an impression, but you're going to make like a <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> yeah. A kid's birthday party, it's never a suit and a dress. Yeah. I don't have any fancy clothes, he yelled downstairs. Just pick out something, called his mother. He looked around in his closet for what he would call fancy. He found a pair of black dress pants he had for special occasions and an undershirt. 
He couldn't find a shirt to go with it, though. He looked around and found only striped and patterned shirts, none of which go with dress pants. That's not true. Finally, he found a white hoodie and put it on. That's the, the worst option for that. Yeah, what? You're wearing that, they both said. His mother looked at her watch. Oh, no time to change. Let's just go. She said as she herded Jeff and his father out the door. They crossed the street over to Barbara and Billy's house. They knocked on the door, and as it appeared, Barbara, just like his parents, were way overdressed. As they walked inside, all Jeff could see were adults. No kids. The kids are out in the yard. Jeff, how about you go and meet some of them, said Barbara. Jeff walked outside to a yard full of kids. They were running around in weird cowboy costumes and shooting each other with plastic guns. He might as well be standing in a Toys R Us. <laughs> Suddenly, a kid came up to him and handed him a toy gun and hat. Hey, you want to play? He said. I love how the adults are wearing like gala attire and mm -hmm. the kids are dressed up like cowboys. Realistic. This is like what I imagine a teenage boy thinks. <laughs> exactly. Adults act. <laughs> yes, adults wear suits and dresses and the kids are cowboys. Yeah. You want to play? Uh, no kid. I'm way too old for this stuff. The kid looked at him with that weird puppy dog face. Please, said the kid. What the fuck? <laughs> Fine, said Jeff. He put on the hat and started to pretend shoot at the kids. At first, he thought it was totally ridiculous, but then he started to actually have fun. It might not have been super cool, but it was the first time he had done something that took his mind off of Lou. So he played with the kids for a while, until he heard a noise, a weird rolling noise. Then it hit him. Randy, Troy, and Keith all jumped over the fence with their skateboards. What? <laughs> Aren't they still like injured? That and also like, how tall is this fence and how are they jumping over it well, with their skateboards? These kids have magic skateboards. They are constantly getting like five feet of air. <laughs> Jeff dropped the fake gun and ripped off the hat. Randy looked at Jeff with a burning hatred. Hello, Jeff, is it? He said. <laughs> we have some unfinished business. Jeff saw his bruised nose. I think we're even. I beat the crap out of you. And you get my brother sent to JDC. Randy got an angry look in his eyes. Oh no, I don't go for even. I go for winning. You may have kicked our asses that one day, but not today. That one day, which was like two days ago. <laughs> As he said that, Randy rushed at Jeff. They both fell to the ground. Randy punched Jeff in the nose. With what hand? He broke his wrist. His non-dominant hand. <laughs> his skateboard catching hand. Oh my God. <laughs> and Jeff grabbed him by the ears and headbutted him. Oof. Jeff pushed Randy off of him and both rose to their feet. Kids were screaming and parents were running out of the house. Troy and Keith both pulled guns out of their pockets. Oh my god. Oh my god. No one interrupts or guts will fly, they said. <laughs> what? This is not what I expected this story to be. Yeah, I know. Randy pulled a knife on Jeff and stabbed it into his shoulder. Oh. Jeff screamed and fell to his knees. Randy started kicking him in the face. <laughs> oh my. These kids are fucked up. This was a fancy neighborhood. Yeah, right. Christ. So much crime for- Where did we go wrong? What happened? After three kicks, Jeff grabs his foot and twists it, causing Randy to fall to the ground. Jeff stood up and walked towards the back door. Troy grabbed him. Need some help? He picks Jeff up by the back of his collar and throws him through the patio door. Jesus, this is like WWE. 
As Jeff tries to stand, he is kicked down to the ground. Randy repeatedly starts kicking Jeff until he starts to cough up blood. So internal bleeding. Come on, Jeff, fight me. He picks Jeff up and throws him into the kitchen. Randy sees a bottle of vodka on the counter and smashes the glass over Jeff's head. Fight! He throws Jeff back into the living room. This is like what kids think fighting is, when in reality, fighting is like you get three punches in and then someone is knocked out. Yes. You hurt your hand when you punch. Mm -hmm. They think like, oh yeah, you can just get thrown through a window. Yeah. You know? And like the thickness of a vodka bottle. You would not. To shatter that over somebody's head would like almost kill them. There's no way. So far, these kids have sustained a ton of trauma physically. (laughs) (laughs) And all at a birthday party. And I'll have a birthday gala. <laughs> a birthday gala cowboy jamboree. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Look at me. Jeff glances up, his face riddled with blood. I was the one who got your brother sent to JDC. And now you're just going to sit here and let him rot in there for a whole year? You should be ashamed. Jeff starts to get up. Oh, finally, you stand and fight. <laughs> Jeff is now to his feet, blood and vodka on his face. Once again, he gets that strange feeling, the one in which he hasn't felt for a while. It's been like two days. A day. It's been one day. Finally, he's up, says Randy as he runs at Jeff. That's when it happens. Something inside Jeff snaps. His psyche is destroyed. All rational thinking is gone. All he can do is kill. <gasps> he grabs Randy and pile drives him to the ground. He gets on top of him and punches him straight in the heart. (laughs) The punch causes Randy's heart to stop. Oh my god. As Randy gasps for breath, Jeff hammers down on him. Punch after punch. Blood gushes from Randy's body until he takes one final breath and dies. God. Everyone is looking at Jeff now. The parents, the crying kids, even Troy and Keith. Even them? Even them. (laughs) (laughs) Although they easily break from their gaze and point their guns at Jeff. Jeff sees the guns trained on him and runs for the stairs. As he runs, Troy and Keith let out fire on him, each shot missing. Jeff runs up the stairs. Troy and Keith follow up behind. As they let out their final rounds of bullets, Jeff ducks into the bathroom. He grabs the towel rack and rips it from the wall. Troy and Keith race in, knives ready. Oh, not back to the knives now because they ran out of bullets. Yeah. Because they were firing all those bullets into like a, a occupied neighborhood. Right. Just missing, meaning that all those bullets were going to somebody's houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Grandma's on the other side of the wall. Brains everywhere. Troy swings his knife at Jeff, who backs away and bangs the towel rack into Troy's face. Troy goes down hard, and now all that's left is Keith. He is more agile than Troy, though, and ducks when Jeff swings the towel rack. He dropped the knife and grabbed Jeff by the neck. He pushed him into the wall. A thing of bleach fell down on top of him from the top shelf. (laughs) A thing of bleach. (laughs) Love that unit. It burnt both of them, and they both started to scream. It doesn't... That's not really how it works. That's, yeah. Again, par for the course. (laughs) Jeff wiped his eyes as best he could. Oh, my God. He pulled back the towel rack and swung it straight into Keith's head. As he lay there, bleeding to death, he let out an ominous smile. What's so funny, asked Jeff. Keith pulled out a lighter and switched it on. What's funny, he said, is that you're covered in bleach and alcohol. 
Jeff's eyes widen as Keith threw the lighter at him. Is bleach flammable? I don't think I, so. I don't. Alcohol is, but it's going to, I don't think it's going to catch if you're covered in vodka. It might. Yeah. I, I mean, there's but, like so much like sweat and like blood mixed in that I don't even know that it would catch if you threw that at them. Barbara walks in and she's like, I knew I shouldn't have bought so much bleach and alcohol. <laughs> I'm never putting bleach on the top shelf again. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> as soon as the flame made contact with him, the flames ignited the alcohol in the vodka. While the alcohol burned him, the bleach bleached his skin. <laughs> Jeff let out a terrible screech as he caught on fire. He tried to roll out the fire, but it was no use. The alcohol had made him a walking inferno. He ran down the hall and fell down the stairs. Everyone started screaming as they saw Jeff, now a man on fire, dropped to the ground, nearly dead. Well, also, he's a boy. Yeah. What, he's like 13 or yeah, something? Yeah, 13. This is a 13-year-old. A man. Also, I, I looked it up. Bleach is non-flammable. However, most bleaches have oxidizing properties that can cause a fire to burn more intensely and spread faster. Mm, that's what every 12-year-old knows. Yep, and they know that bleach turns things white, so they go, well, it's going to bleach his skin. Ooh. Even though it's like, I think, a totally different kind of bleach. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it, that's not how it works. <laughs> like when you get your, your asshole bleached, but it's his face. Right. <laughs> the last thing Jeff saw was his mother and the other parents trying to extinguish the flame. That's when he passed out. When Jeff woke, he had a cast wrapped around his face. He couldn't see anything, but he felt a cast on his shoulder and stitches all over his body. He tried to stand up, but he realized that there was some tube in his arm. And when he tried to get up, it fell out, and a nurse rushed in. I don't think you can get out of bed just yet, she said, as she put him back in his bed and reinserted the tube. Jeff sat there, with no vision, no idea of what his surroundings were. Finally, after hours, he heard his mother. Honey, are you okay? <laughs> she asked. Jeff couldn't answer, though. His face was covered, and he was unable to speak. Oh, honey, I have great news. After all the witnesses told the police that Randy confessed trying to attack you, they decided to let Lou go. This made Jeff almost bolt up, stopping halfway, remembering the tube coming out of his arm. He'll be out by tomorrow, and then you two will be able to be together again. <laughs> That's his main concern right now. <laughs> this mother needs to get a grip. Also, the justice system in this world is just based on, like, public opinion. Right, exactly. Like, hey, I heard at a party before that one kid punched his heart out of him. <laughs> yeah, he admitted to the crime, so everyone's fine. Also... Except for the kid who punched his heart out. <laughs> yeah, but he was covered in bleach, so it evens out. So, yeah, that's punishment enough. He should get his brother back. Jeff's mother hugs Jeff. <laughs> And says her goodbyes. Greatest sentence ever. <laughs> Jeff's mother hugs Jeff. <laughs> the next couple of weeks were those where Jeff was visited by his family. Then came the day where his bandages were to be removed. His family members were all there to see it and what he would look like. As the doctors unwrapped the bandages from Jeff's face and everyone was on the edge of their seats, they waited until the last bandage holding the cover over his face was almost removed. Let's hope for the best, said the doctor. <laughs> I love that confidence. <laughs> He's like, I don't fucking know. This man was busted when he came yeah, in. Yeah, I do not remember what you look like before I put these bandages on. <laughs> so let's hope it's good. <laughs> he quickly pulls the cloth, letting the rest fall from Jeff's face. Jeff's mother screams at the sight of his face. 
Lou and Jeff's dad stare, awestruck, at his face. What? What happened to my face? <laughs> Jeff said. He rushed out of bed and ran to the bathroom. He looked in the mirror and saw the cause of the distress. His face. It's... Spooky. It's horrible. <laughs> his lips were burnt to a deep shade of red. Hideous. His face was turned into a pure white color, and his hair singed from brown to black. That's not how that works, either. He slowly put his hand to his face. It had a sort of leathery feel to it now. He looked back at his family, then back at the mirror. Jeff, said Lou. It's not that bad. Not that bad, said Jeff. It's perfect. His family was equally surprised. God. Jeff started laughing uncontrollably. His parents noticed that his left eye and hand were twitching. Uh, Jeff, are you okay? <laughs> okay? I've never felt more happy. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Look at me. This face goes perfectly with me. He couldn't stop laughing. He stroked his face, feeling it. <laughs> Looking at in the mirror. What caused this? Well... You may recall that when Jeff was fighting Randy, something in his mind, his sanity, snapped. Now, he was left as a crazy killing machine. That is, his parents didn't know. Doctor, said Jeff's mom, is my son all right, you know, in the head? <laughs> I would assume not. I would, yeah, also assume not. He has the face like a leather couch, and he loves it. It's totally white. So basically, he became the image that is made popular that you guys will see in the uh, show art. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it was this easy to make your hair black, no one would use hair dye. They would just burn it. Yeah, well, they're, they're going off of cartoon logic, whereas when you get exploded, you're just like a big, fuzzy, black mm -hmm. ash mess, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yes. This behavior is typical for patients that have taken very large amounts of painkillers. What? If his behavior doesn't change in a few weeks, bring him back here, and we'll give him a psychological test. Oh, thank you, doctor. Jeff's mother went over to Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, sweetie, it's time to go. Jeff's mother went over to Jeff. Jeff's mother hugged Jeff. <laughs> Man. Top tier writing. Pulitzer Prize. Jeff looks away from the mirror. His face still formed into a crazy smile. K, mommy. Ha ha ha. <laughs> his mother took him by the shoulder and took him to get his clothes. Ah, oh, God. So Love this writing. <laughs> this is what came in, said the lady at the desk. Jeff's mom looked down to see the black dress pants and white hoodie her son wore. Now they were clean of blood and now stitched together. Jeff's mother led him to his room and made him put his clothes on. They didn't bring any spares. I like how like, one of the hospital's jobs is to fix your clothes if they get hurt in an accident. Yeah, <laughs> like what? We stitched these back together. You now have your Jeff the Killer uniform. Right. <laughs> then they left, not knowing that this was their final day of life. Oh, that can only mean one thing. They're going to not be alive tomorrow. Yeah. Also, I love how like Jeff is like, ha, ha, I'm a crazy killer. And the doctor's like, that's normal for someone who's taken Vicodin. <laughs> we gave him some morphine, so that's totally normal. Yeah, he's just a teenage boy. Boys will do boys things. Disfigured boys will be disfigured boys. <laughs> Later that night, 
Jeff's mother woke to a sound coming from the bathroom. It sounded as if someone was crying. She slowly walked over to see what it was. When she looked into the bathroom, she saw a horrendous sight. Jeff had taken a knife and carved a smile into his cheeks. Jeff, what are you doing? asked his mother. Jeff looked over to his mother. I couldn't keep smiling, Mommy. It hurt after a while. Now I can smile forever. Jeff's mother noticed his eyes, ringed in black. Jeff, your eyes! His eyes were seemingly never closing. I couldn't see my face. I got tired and my eyes started to close. I burned out the eyelids so I could forever see myself. My new face. What the fuck? Jeff's mother slowly started to back away, seeing that her son was going insane. Going insane? (laughs) (laughs) I think something might be wrong. (laughs) What's wrong, Mommy? Aren't I beautiful? Yes, son, she said. Yes, you are. Let, Let me go get Daddy. So he can see your face. She ran into the room and shook Jeff's dad from his sleep. Honey, get the gun. We... She stopped as she... We have to kill our son. (laughs) I love, love, like, the logic in this universe is just, like, kill, arrest. Mm Mm-hmm. Immediate death. Immediate death. Immediate release from prison. (laughs) Punching hearts. Punching a heart to death. This is all happened, like, in the span of a week. Yes. They're still moving into the house. (laughs) What, three, four days? Mm Mm-hmm. He moved here, broke some wrists, stabbed some people, punched a heart, beat some guys with a towel rack. Was burnt alive. Yeah, was burnt alive and is now seemingly going to kill his family. Yeah. He burned his eyelids off, didn't cut them off, burned them off (laughs) using a controlled burn, which is very impressive. Yeah. How in the world would you do that without injuring your eyes? And then he carved his mouth open. So this is what, 20, this is uh, 2011, 2012 is what this says on the page. Yeah. Dark Knight came out in 2008, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. This is all that weird thing where like those incel kids were like obsessed with being the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was like written by one of those. 100%. She stopped as she saw Jeff in the doorway holding a knife. Mommy, you lied. That's the last thing they hear as Jeff rushes them with the knife, gutting both of them. Whoa. His brother Lou woke up, startled by some noise. He didn't hear anything else, so he just shut his eyes and tried to go back to sleep. As he was on the border of slumber, he got the strangest feeling that someone was watching him. He looked up before Jeff's hand covered his mouth. He slowly raised the knife ready to plunge it into Lou. Lou thrashed here and there, trying to escape Jeff's grip. Shh, Jeff said. Just go to sleep. And that's the end of Jeff the Killer. Creepy pasta story. Whoa. So are we to assume that the opening news article took place after the events of the full story? Yeah, I would assume so. Okay. And he's just like on a murdering spree, breaking into houses and... Occasionally failing to kill. Yes. Because in the newspaper article, the dad scared him off. The police and the dad scared him off. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Jeff the Killer. Well, I'm spooked. Um, I can't sleep tonight, that's for sure. For sure. I'm going to need some <laughs> uh, some painkillers to fall asleep, which will also make me burn my eyelids off. I was going to say, be careful. That, they should add that to dare Yeah. when they like go tour the schools. Ever heard of Jeff the Killer? Don't end up like him. Careful. You got addicted to opioids. Now he kills kids. Oh my God. Okay. So I just, I just saw this and I have to read it. 
the photograph that accompanies the many Jeff the Killer stories <laughs> and looks like a cross between Michael Jackson and a demented dolphin <laughs> is widely known not only from the many derivative creepypastas using the character, but to its widespread use in screamer videos alongside Jeff's famous catchphrase, go to sleep. I'm seeing on the creepypasta wikia page, some aliases for Jeff the Killer are Jeff, Jeffrey Woods, which is his full name, Jeffrey the Killer, and also Joker Reject slash Ripoff. Okay, yeah, that, that sounds right. And here are the powers listed on the wikia page. Powers and skills include hand-to-hand -hand combat, prowess, <laughs> enhanced senses, athleticism, inhuman durability, inhuman stamina, great stealth. And then more ominous, his status is alive. <gasps> no. And his hobbies, his hobbies include murdering people to satisfy his bloodlust and stalking his next victim. <laughs> A perfect man does exist. Uh, so this story has over 40,000 votes and it has an 8.69 out of 10. Wow. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it, it earned that grade for sure. I'm seeing here uh, derivative works on the wiki page. Jane the Killer. Due to Jeff's popularity, many fans made different expansions to the creepypasta. Wow. That's what we needed. Exactly. We need to expand this Jeff the Killer cinematic universe. The most <laughs> well-known expansion being a character named Jane the Killer featured in a story titled Jane's Letter, created by deviant art user Fear of the Black Wolf. Um, a short story about a woman who views Jeff as her nemesis and kills those before he can, telling them, don't go to sleep. You'll never wake up. Although this creepypasta story was short, she became well-liked among the creepypasta fan base, and many created fan arts of her, and the full audiobook-style written creepypasta was created with the two rivals encountering. So basically, the fan art I can see, it's very like, um, like the Joker Harley Quinn, mm -hmm. or like, you know, like... Some sort of Tim Burton-y kind of like, will they, won't they psychotic Yeah, this feels stuff. like a weird enemies to lovers yeah. trope too. For sure. There are many different ways in which fan content portrays Jeff the Killer and Slender Man in relation to each other. Most fan works depict Slender Man as, as mortal enemies on par with Jeff, showing off one another's skills. Depictions of Jeff typically show him going into combat with Slender Man using his knives, while Slender Man is typically shown using his tentacles. Wow. This feels wow. like a whole nother world. It, no, it is. That I'm just not aware of. It's like the Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah. But like the internet's version. Oh, so I guess the image. Yeah. So this story was definitely written for the image because the image went viral in 2005. Hmm. It says here on the Wikia page, it has been seen in a Japanese video published on YouTube on August 2nd, 2007, titled a bunch of Japanese characters, which is apparently for a horror film project entitled Victims of Tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah, that's like peak YouTube days where there you would just find like really scary videos with absolutely no context. <laughs> yeah, that was a whole, that was a that whole, was a whole thing. thing I was afraid of as a kid. Mm -hmm. They don't really have that anymore. It's sad. Or we're just not seeing those. Because I think like Five Night at Freddy videos are like that. That's like, true. The, the kids are still like getting this kind of stuff. Just we're so detached from it because, you know, we are, we're adults. No. And so like, even though we're still, like I still go on YouTube all the time, but like my algorithm is not showing me stuff that'll scare kids. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point. All right. Well, I hope that all of you enjoyed learning about Jeff the Killer. 
the origins and all the all the details you didn't really want to know, but we told you anyway. Yes. If you have specific creepypasta you would like us to read, uh, let us know. You can comment it on any of the creepypastas. Send us a message on Patreon. Send us an email at according to an idiot at gmail.com. Leave a comment somewhere. Um, we'll find it. We'll find, yeah. it. we'll find it at some point. Uh, let us cover some of your favorite stories. But yeah, so uh, I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you for listening. Have a Jeff the Killer fantastic day. Oh, gosh. And I'll see you in time. We love you. Bye.